I'm Murray, if you don't know who I am, I'm Ash's husband, I'm preaching this morning, <laughs> this afternoon. But, um, you know, one of the things that we've been learning in community, uh, and Joanne's taught us so well, is that actually it's really important that we in a community have three levels of relationship. That we have people that are pouring into us, that we have peers that we can you know, rub shoulders with, and then that we've got people that we are giving our lives away to. And, you know, for each one of us, we all carry something of the anointing of heaven, and there's something that we have in our lives that we can give away. But in particular, in this moment, what I really feel like I want to do is I would like to honor those of us that are amongst us that are uh, of this in a more um, seasoned generation. So if you don't, if you don't, you know, I don't want to expose you if you're uncomfortable telling me, you know, telling everybody about how old you are. Um, but if you are, uh, um, if you're over, if you're 60 or over, I would really love it if you would stand up, please. And stay standing if you would, please. I just, and, and those of you online, those of you that are in this, um, in this room, I just want to say thank you. We need you. We love you. We honor you. There is room for you here. In fact, there's not only room, it's we, we need you. We need your gifting. We need your maturity. We need your calling. In, in, in 1 John chapter 2, John is writing and he says this. He's, for three generations, he's praying. He's saying, I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. I'm writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, children, because you know the father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. Thank you for overcoming. Thank you for knowing the Father. Thank you for bringing that relationship history with the Father to us that we could have the benefit of that. Now, church family, what I would like us to do, now obviously we're in a COVID season, uh, particularly with our, um, our seniors. We, you know, they may not be so comfortable with um, having people around praying. Maybe they are. What I'd like you to do is put a mask on and just go and, and, and if, if, ask them if, you're hap- if they're happy for you to lay hands on them. And then I want you to go and honor and pray for uh, those people that are standing up because... They are actually crucial and pivotal in our church family, that we need them, that that they belong, and that they have value and worth is important to us. So if you're not standing, just stretch out your hands to those people. Just pray a blessing, whatever you would want for them. Um, Pray the blessing of the Lord. You know, Acts chapter 2, it's referencing Joel chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit comes, it says that the old men will dream dreams. And so we want to release over you, uh, more elderly generation, that you would continue to dream big, that the Lord would release dreams and visions to you, that you would prosper, that you would be in good health, that the Holy Spirit would fill you with his life, that the, the, the glory of God, that the, 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 the wisdom of God that he's put within you, that that would come out, that there would be people around you that would be fathered and mothered by you because of your goodness, because of what God's done. And so we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled, be filled with the Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit, be filled with the life of God. Be filled with the life of God. We come against all hopelessness. We come against all sense of despair, any sense of not belonging. We come against that in Jesus' name. We release the life of heaven. We say you belong. 
We need you. And we love you. Dream dreams. Dream dreams from the Spirit. Dream dreams in the glory realm. Experience more. And we declare over each one of you the word of God, Psalm 68, that the, that the Lord crowns your years with splendor. And so whether you're watching online or whether you're here in person, we declare by the word of the Lord that the Lord will prosper you. The Lord will crown your years with splendor. That is the word of the Lord that the, that the you as righteous will, uh, Psalm 92, that the, that the Lord will cause you to prosper and you will flourish in the courts of your God even in old age. And we declare over you Psalm 92 that the Lord is your strength. He lifts up your horn with your strength and he releases new and fresh oil and fresh fodder to you in Jesus' name, that you would be filled with the life of heaven and the glory of God. And all of the church family said, Amen. 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 Be filled. We thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to all of you online. Thank you for being you, for being amazing mothers and fathers, grandparents in this community. You know, I know that it's not just an age thing and there are many people in this community that are fathering and mothering and even grandparenting in that sense that are not 60. But I just felt like, and we honour you as well, but felt like it was important today just to honour those that amongst us that have lived good lives and, uh, and, and just honour you and re- that you would receive honour and glory. Whew. Uh, how many of you are hungry for more? Hungry for more of the Holy Spirit. You know, John 7. John chapter 7. Jesus is talking at the feast in the great and the last day of the feast, the day when they would, uh, the, the, the part of the feast that they would fill up all of these jars of water and they would pour the water out over the, over the steps of the, uh, of the temple and they, the water would flow down. And Jesus is in that moment when they're pouring the water and he, he says this in John seven thirty seven: If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, whom he, uh, who, um, whom those who believed in him were to receive, for as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. The Holy Spirit was the river of God, you know, all the way through the Old Testament, all the way through to, you know, from Genesis all the way through to Revelation, there's this theme of the river of God flowing, symbolic of the Holy Spirit. We see even in in, uh, Genesis chapter 2, where in Eden, where God plants a garden and puts Adam and Eve there, there's four rivers, as a source, as a spring that comes out into four rivers and we see that all the way through all the way through to the end in Revelation where the last chapter of Revelation is the river of God flowing, the crystal clear waters, the life of God. Everywhere there's water, it's associated with purity and it's associated with life. And so the Holy Spirit is the river of God. And Jesus says this, if you're thirsty come to me and drink. Now let me just back up a little minute. 
One of the things that I love about the gospel is not that it's just good, good advice that now we've got a, a way to live by, but actually the truth of the gospel is that in Christ's death, we died in his burial. We were buried in his resurrection. We were uh, re- resurrected in his ascension. We were ascended in his glorification. We were glorified. And so we are now, the Bible says, seated with Christ in the heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. And, and the Bible also says in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, and we've talked about this a lot, but that, that he who has joined himself to the Lord is what? One spirit with him. What does that mean? It means that we as, a, as, a pers- as, a, as an individual are made up of body, soul, and spirit. My spirit, your spirit, if you've said yes to Jesus, and you can't say yes to Jesus without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the agent that bought, makes us, helps us to be born again, reveals us to Jesus, brings us to Jesus. And Jesus says, if anyone's thirsty, let him come to me. But it's the spirit that brings us to Jesus. And then when we receive Jesus, Jesus pours the Holy Spirit back on us. So we're now one spirit with him. What does that mean? It means that your spirit and Jesus' spirit, the Holy Spirit, are connected. And in the spirit realm, even though you are here in the natural, whether you're online, wherever you are, or here in the, this building, in the natural you're here, but your spirit is standing before the throne of God in the presence of God. Your spirit is there. Because that's the truth of the gospel, is that you are holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight and your spirit is standing in the glory realm. So even though you yourself might not be experiencing the glory, the good news is your spirit's always experiencing the glory. Now what's the, what's the connector? Faith is the connector. Faith is the connector. Uh, just meditating uh, over this last week on, uh, on, Revel- on uh, Hebrews chapter 10 and just how beautiful, it, you know, it says, since, since therefore we have, um, let me back up a little bit and give you that <sighs> scripture specifically. Therefore, brothers, this is in verse 19 of Hebrews 10, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, and since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Jesus' work, you know, in the Old Testament, in the, in the uh, law of Moses, there was this means to get to know God. And the means was there was a priest who was anointed in a family line that was passed from one person to another. You could only minister to God if you were part of that priestly line. The second thing was, and then there was a curtain and a tent that was there that had a series of like two two areas that you could go in, the priest could go in, the priest would go into the holy place and then once a year would go into the most holy place where God himself was, you know, there was his dwelling with the Ark Ark of the Covenant. The Bible is, the, the Jesus. what Jesus has done for us is actually he is the curtain that's enabled us to come into the heavenly realm. And now that we have, now he's the curtain, he's, just, he's also the blood that cleanses us and he's the high priest that mediates for us. And so we have access into the glory realm. We live in the glory realm. It's your natural environment is actually the invitation from heaven is to move and live in the glory realm. Let us draw near with true assurance. And so, so we're in the glory realm and we live, our spirits are connected with the glory realm, but it's up to us to, and, and this is where Paul prays in Ephesians chapter one, that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened, they would be open, that we would see, that we would know. 
And so when, when Jesus is saying, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink, he's not saying you don't, you know, in, well, in that moment, because the Holy Spirit hadn't been given, that he was saying that. But now for us, we can be thirsty, which is to say we want more of God. It's not that we somehow we lack God. It's just in our experience, in our knowing, in our inner, in our soul realm, there's areas that we can expand and know God. And that's why Paul prays in Ephesians chapter 3, and he's praying that, 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 that we would be strengthened with power in our inner being, that Christ would dwell in our hearts through faith by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we would have the power to grasp the height and the depth and the breadth and the width of the love of Christ, that which surpasses knowledge. And so to say that we're hungry for the Holy Spirit is that we're already connected with the reality of that, but we want in our soul realm to experience the Holy Spirit and, to, and for the Holy Spirit to flood every single part of our lives so that there's no part that's left dry, dead, and, and bored, you know, and like, you know, bored, but actually we're full and on fire with heaven. So take a drink. Take a drink. What does that mean? Well, of the Holy Spirit. I can see you guys drinking your coffee. Cheers to the coffee. But it's drinking the Holy Spirit is even better than coffee. Coffee wakes you up for a moment. The Holy Spirit wakes you up for all of eternity. Woo! And you don't get a hangover if you don't have him. Well, you just get hungry for more. So take a drink. What does that mean to have a drink? It just means to adore him. It just means to say, oh, Holy Spirit, thank you that you're here. Thank you that you're with me. So just take a moment. Don't, don't, let's not make this a spectator sport, right? Just hold your cup out if you want to activate something. Pretend that you've got a cup or a barrel or a basket bucket or whatever it might be, right? And just put your head in there, whatever it is. But it's, it's to say, Holy Spirit, I love your presence. Holy Spirit, I adore you. Holy Spirit, I love your love. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness. Holy Spirit, ah, I drink you in. And let him just wash you over your soul. Drink him in. Drink him in. Drink him in. Oh, Holy Spirit, thicken your presence right across this room right here, right now. Thicken your presence, Lord, that every single one of us would have an explosion in our souls, that you would explode on the inside of us, that we would experience the height and the depth and the breadth and the width of the love of God, that which surpasses knowledge, that Christ would dwell in our hearts. Holy Spirit, blow up on the inside. Holy Spirit, would you enable the eyes of our hearts to be enlightened that we would know you, we would see you and the reality of what we're experiencing in our spirit man in the glory realm would crash into the, into the, into the now, into the soul realm that we would be a people of living water. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Holy Spirit. Huh. Holy Spirit, you're the, you're the promise of the Father. Oh, I love, I love that Acts 2. Paul's saying, Peter says to the crowd, this is the promise of the Father. The Holy Spirit coming is the Father's promise. He, he's promised to give you his gift of himself. He promised to give you himself. Oh, he's the promise of the Father. Just let him... Love you. 
Let him overwhelm you. You know, everything that you need for life, everything that you need for Valentine's Day, to love your husband or your wife, to love your family, to love your kids, to love your friends, to love your people around you in your workplace, to love, to, to just to walk in purity and holiness. Everything that you need and that I need is found in the Holy Spirit. He's God's provision for us. So have another drink. No, seriously. Have another drink. Experience him. Thank him for union. Holy Spirit, I thank you for uniting us, for my spirit being connected to your spirit. Thank you for faith. Lord, listen, even if you don't experience anything in the natural realm, the issue isn't whether you have an experience, although that's important and I want to talk about that in a minute. But the first thing is it's an issue of faith. Faith is what connects us to the reality. This is who God said I am. This is who God said was on the inside of me. Jesus said when to the woman at the well, he said, you know, he was asking, he was asking her for a drink. And he said, if you knew who was asking you for a drink, you would have asked him for a drink instead. And she's, and she's like, well, we don't have any way of giving me a drink. I have living water. And, and it's gonna, if you drink, it's going to become a wellspring of life that springs up on the inside of you. In other words, the Holy Spirit, not only is he connect, the connector from heaven, but he's also this wellspring of life that springs up on the inside of you that you can never, ever, ever get away from. Not that you would want to, because he's awesome and glorious. But here's the thing about experience. You know, as we're celebrating Valentine's Day, if Ash and I in our marriage never had any experience, it would be a very, 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 very dry, in fact, totally questionable marriage. Because part of love is experience. And there'd definitely be no fruitfulness, that's right. Because part of, part, of, part of love, part of is experience, right? There has to be an experiential dimension. Not that we live by our experience, but, that we, but, but because God loves us, we're going to experience him. So just take a moment and have another drink. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Thicken your presence. Thicken your presence. Make a declaration. My spirit is before the throne of God. God is strengthening my heart by the power of the spirit. God is giving me eyes to see. God is pouring out his love. The agape love, which is God's love, supernatural love, love that's made out of choice and moral preference. In other words, God didn't have to love us. He chose to love us, not because of our goodness, but because of his goodness. And now the the Bible says that the love, the agape love of God is poured into our hearts. How? By the Holy Spirit. That word pour actually is like an inundation or a flood, like a Noah's Ark deluge, not just a little trickle. God wants to experience you to experience him. God wants you to experience his love. God wants you to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. God wants you to experience the flow of the river of God and let let the river flow out from within you. So have another drink. 
Jesus. We drink you in. Just adore him. Just take a moment to worship him. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, Holy Spirit. Thicken your presence amongst us. Give us eyes to see. Give us boldness, faith to enter into the holy places. Father, I ask that you would open our spiritual eyes to heavenly encounters. Father, I ask that every blockage of the Holy Spirit that's, that's stopping the revelation, the flow of, of, of heaven through our spirit, from your spirit to our spirit, into our soul realm, those gates, Lord, I ask that you clean them. Take a moment, if you want, ask the Holy Spirit. Any, any that's like a conduit or gates that, that, that enable the flow of revelation from heaven into us. Allow, ask the Holy Spirit, ask Jesus to stand with you and bring cleansing that you would see and that you would know and that you would experience his life, his power, his love in ways that you have not yet experienced. Holy Spirit, thicken your presence. You know, one of my favorite things to do is just to sit in a chair at home and just experience Jesus washing over me, the Holy Spirit washing over me. To quieten myself, to get to the, just to get to that place of his love coming. And sometimes I don't feel a thing when I'm sitting there by faith because that's what the word says. That we experience him by faith. To get ready for heavenly doors to open up. Get ready for encounters with the Holy Spirit. Get ready for more dreams and visions. Get ready for more of the anointing. Get ready for signs and wonders and miracles. Sit before him. Drink him in. Enjoy him. The beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit is he's on the inside of you. So wherever you go, there he is. And wherever he goes, there you are. But he's there also before you get there as well. Psalm 33 says, the whole earth is full of the love of God. 
So you're carrying the love of God and you walk into the love of God because the love of God is in you and the love of God is in the world. So you walk into the love of God wherever you go. (laughs) And it's not just love, it's steadfast love, which is loyal love, covenantal love. Love that's bound himself to you, not because of your goodness, but because of Jesus' goodness. (laughs) Oh, I could carry on, but just take another drink. Got a problem with work? Have another drink. Having some difficulty finding that agape love with your wife? Have another drink. Don't know what to do in a particular relational situation? Have another drink. Feeling a bit dry? Have another drink. That's right. Exactly. If you're homeschooling, have another drink. If you're a student online, have another couple of drinks. The Holy Spirit is the supply of heaven. He's everything that we need. Everything, everything, everything. 